Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. I wonder if you've ever had a moment with your spouse where something went really, really wrong, but now you can laugh about it. It is amazing to see how time makes some things funnier as uh, as you go. I'm John Fuller, joined in the studio by Greg and Aaron Smalley, and I have been around you two enough to know that there's always something going on, either current or that you're echoing from the past. So what's a funny thing that was a disaster at the time, but you laugh about it now? Well, it, it's still sort of fresh, but it, it, it it's funnier now, to your point, because we've told it enough. Just, just recently, Aaron and I heard uh, scratching on top of our roof. We just thought maybe squirrels had gotten up there, something, a bird, something was up there. We had no idea that like 800,000 pigeons had taken up residence. Oh, there was a city of pigeons in your attic? In our attic because they found an opening that shouldn't have been there. We had no idea. So we called some poor guy who goes up in the attic and and he said it was like the the horror movie the birds because <laughs> as soon as he went up there it freaked all the pigeons out they couldn't all exit out of the of little course, tiny hole so they came right at in, him into him and he's swatting pigeons left and right oh my goodness and it turns out that it was a builder defect that that we just we had i mean every pigeon in the Colorado Springs area had heard that there's this awesome place that we can all <laughs> live together in peace and, and harmony. Was this part of yes. the disclosure when you bought the place? You're, yeah. you're buying the pigeon we hotel. In yes, Colorado we Springs. had no idea. We buy our dream yeah. house, and yeah. we got pigeons to come oh, with it. Wow! And he he came, he went up in the attic, came down. And he goes. You're hearing no- you. You thought you were hearing noises because you are. <laughs> there are pigeons up there. He, he showed us pictures, and it in in he and he's showing us, and I'm like, man, that's a lot of insulation. Like, what? Why is it all scattered about? And he's like, that's not insulation. Oh my word, <laughs> that's feather. Those are a bunch of feathers and poop. <laughs> so. So this was is something, funny at yeah, the this time, is, but it is funnier now. Than this is an it. illustration of how time can make some wounds <laughs> become funny. Yes, we we have those moments in our. So we're home the pigeon too. family now. Oh my goodness! Around well, the neighborhood, uh, Jim Daly and I talked to Pastor Ted Cunningham about his homing pigeon experience. No, he uh, <laughs> Ted has a great sense of humor, and uh, he talks about the value of humor in relationships. And he begins by telling a fun story about a date with his wife. Um, let's go back to you and Amy and your differences. Um, I think New York, you had something going on in a New York restaurant, which is an example of how to so manage I was, some things. I was born in the cornfields outside of Chicago, Illinois, northern Illinois. <laughs> and so my favorite meal was meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and corn. And then I'm with take, you. I, that's just I can eat that every day. My wife is a foodie. So the first time she took us to a foodie restaurant, and you know what I mean by foodie, it means you're going to spend some money and you're going to need a snack when you leave. It's a small <laughs> plate of you, food you for a lot of money. You are not going to leave full. And so I already had all sorts of attitude going into it. But one of the things I love about humor is you can enjoy your spouse's activity or hobby without actually enjoying your spouse's activity or hobby because you're having fun along the way. Right. We walked into this restaurant, and I, I don't make up one word of this. The waiter comes over with a plank, like a, a cedar plank, and he's got a mint leaf sticking out of both sides of it. And I look at Amy, I said, is that the salad? Is this where we're starting with this thing? <laughs> One piece of And this waiter, deadpan, I mean, he's as serious as can be, says, no, the chef picked this earlier today in New Jersey. 
like I'm supposed to be impressed with New Jersey men. I don't know <laughs> what New Jersey, Jersey men. It is the garden state. <laughs> I must. But he was very proud of where they got the mint. And he said, the chef recommends that you rub this over your lips and under your nose and on your chin. I am rolling my eyes at And you're Amy. in a restaurant. And I'm in a restaurant. And he's not joking. He yes. wants us to prepare ourselves by cleaning our face with this mint. And I look over at my wife. She's chuckling because she knows what I'm thinking, which is that's the fun part of being married a long time. You don't you don't even have to have conversation and you can laugh because you know how your spouse is processing something. <laughs> My wife's fully into it. She is rubbing this leaf all over her lips and under her <laughs> nose and fully into it. And I told the guy, I said, you know where I'm from, we grew a lot of produce. We just never once thought about rubbing it on our faces. <laughs> and I think if a husband and wife are going to, you know, be rubbing produce on their faces, this is something we should have some, a little bit of privacy for. I'm going to need you to back away from this one a little bit, buddy. And uh, he stood there. I wore that mint leaf out. I rubbed it everywhere. I was, I was given, and he, was, he knew I was not appreciating it. But that, those are those moments, like... I've only had one massage in my life. My wife loves massages. We were in an event, and and I, I'm just going to say we were in California. So <laughs> the, the, the event gifted us a couple's massage, and I hated every single minute of that 60-minute <laughs> massage. I felt violated and uncomfortable. I didn't like anything. And the entire time coming from underneath the other table, this is all I heard from my wife. <laughs> Because she knew we didn't have to say a word, but she was laughing and having a good time because she knew I was miserable <laughs> through the whole thing. And that's what I love about humor and marriage. Yeah. It's like Amy doesn't even have to be here right now. And I can tell you completely, you throw any scenario at me, I can tell you how she's going to react to it. And but that's you, where you find the fun. You know, Ted, again, some married couples that may not go down as well. Right. And I want to explore that a little bit where yeah. even in that scenario, you know, the wife's chuckling because she knows and the husband's getting mad, not he's not laughing about it. Yeah, it's like, and we're why not would talking, you put me in this position? We're not talking about humor that's biting. We're not talking about humor that's uh, sarcastic, that's like oh, tearing of the flesh. We're not talking about, about yeah. mean, uh, hurtful, constantly ribbing. It's that lightheartedness that I just see missing in so many marriages. And I, I'll be honest with you. I think most couples start off lighthearted. Yeah. You know, I, I listen to your broadcast. I hear a lot of great stories of couples early on, but then something happens. And I think that something that happens is drift. Right. They drift away. It was natural. We say this often in, in marriage teaching. It was natural early in the relationship. But you drifted away from it, and all you need to do to make it natural again is become intentional. What was natural, you now need to be intentional with 10, 20, 30 years in. And if you become intentional, it can become natural again to where it's just the ebb and flow of your daily life as a couple. And that's the goal of this book. Right. So if you're listening and you're, you're really struggling here, chill out. Just give it a try. I think it's a gift, Greg, uh, the longer I live, to look for some funny aspect to the circumstances I'm in. And you're pretty intentional about looking for humor on a regular basis. And um, how do you avoid, though, golly, life can weigh us down. It's hard. There, how, how do you get out from under the shadow of all the difficult stuff in life? You know, one of the best pieces of advice that my dad ever gave me about marriage and, and it wasn't even that big of a deal when he said it, but now I understand why this has been so good, is is he said, Greg, I just encourage you, take once a week, take five minutes and, and, and keep a list on your computer. 
pull this list up and just add anything that has happened over the past week that was funny, that was super sad, just anything, anything that has gone on, just write a sentence. And John, by now, I probably have seven, eight hundred entries hmm. on this this super big list, and it just shows up on my computer. It just shows up on my computer as smally stories. But what Aaron and I have found is that I keep a printed copy of that. So every maybe once a month, I'll print out a copy. What we'll do is we'll take that and show it to our kids, and we just kind of let everybody run through, and then they pick out a story that maybe was about them or something that they remember, and then we retell that story. We don't do this all the time. I mean, this this happens every so often, but what it shows you, though, is that even in the midst of of, of hard times, of, of difficult times, funny times, that it's it's worth noting those things because I have people all the time that say to me, oh man, we hear you guys speak and you have all these crazy things that happen to you. Well, I'm telling you, so do you. I just write them down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just make note of them, keep records of them, and then we just go back and we review those. And, and, and thus we have tons of stories that we can tell, but, but so do you. Your story is the greatest love story ever written. Question is, are you actually recording that hmm. in 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 a way that you can bring that um, as a couple? You can you can pull that out, put it, keep it on your phone, pull that out on a date night. But I'm telling you, there's something powerful, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you sort of reminisce and retell all those crazy, sad, funny things that have happened. I love hearing our kids tell the stories because I think sometimes they tell them better than we do, <laughs> and because they've heard them so much, yeah. and so it's it's a precious way. Um, to look back. And a lot of the things that we talk about that we laugh about were painful in the moment. I mean, the pigeons, they're costing us a lot of money to get rid of them. Those are the most expensive pigeons I guarantee uh, yes. in the world. Yes, but together, we and I would say for us, we do it naturally, that we we laugh a lot. And so I just encourage you, be intentional about yeah. that. Do that. And and this is not rocket science to to be intentional about it. I was uh, the other night. Dina was just brain dead. It had been a long day. She was just absolutely vegging on the sofa. I had my laptop. I pulled up an old Monty Python skit from <laughs> YouTube. I sat down. I said, "Let's watch this." It was four and a half minutes long. We laughed. I it's closed perfect. the computer. My score was I made her laugh today because that's kind of my goal. Make Dina laugh today. And make that your goal to do that right before bedtime because laughter releases melatonin naturally in your body, which helps you go to sleep. She did sleep better that night. I'm telling you. So seriously, if you guys watch a funny show or a funny video or tell a funny story that happened throughout the day right at the end, I'm telling you it helps you sleep better because your body is flooded then with its own melatonin. So order today, and we'll send you Ted Cunningham's book, A Love That Laughs. Read it tonight and see if you fall asleep faster and sleep better. Uh, seriously, Ted has this great book, and uh, it's helpful. It is it is fun to read um, with your spouse. And I might suggest a gift of any amount to focus on the family today. And uh, if you uh, take me up on that offer, we'll say thank you for joining the support team of Focus on the Family. We're listener-supported. And uh, these podcasts are made possible by your generous support. So uh, we'll say thanks by sending a copy of A Love That Laughs. 
uh, contribute today. The details are in the episode notes. And uh, while you're there in the newly revised episode notes, I might add, uh, be sure to look for the link for the free marriage assessment. It's uh, a great tool. Over a million people have taken this. And uh, it'll help you see your strengths as a couple and maybe an area or two of growth. Uh, Find the links in the episode notes. More from Ted Cunningham next time. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the rest of our team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.